Hello, it's Spence, the evil genius, with your WordPress tip of the day. Hey guys, this morning I've got a new tip and trip video for you that basically comes from one of our really nice customers, Kathy from Pet Productions, and she writes, she wants to change the large font color where it says Certified Canine Community Reporters to the red in the logo. And here's her website over canincommunityreporters.com, and I believe she's talking about she wants to change the color of this H1 headline. In order to do this, it's really easy, but you'll need to use, or probably want to use, Firebug. Now, Firebug is a free extension that installs into uh, Firefox, or it also installs even uh, as an accessory to Chrome. They make a standalone version, light, but if you want to make it simple, just use Firefox for these purposes, and you can install Firebug. And Firebug uh, basically will reveal all of the elements and the attributes that are at work in a particular part of your layout so that you know how to change the CSS. Now we've covered this also inside of a couple of other videos over at labzip.com videos if you're curious or over on our YouTube channel for First Web Designer. Uh, basically, let's show you how to use it. So when I'm using Firebug, I'm going to right click and I'm going to inspect the element that I'm interested in with Firebug. And what I can do here too is I can pop that into the console. Let's adjust this a little bit for the video so that you can see everything when it's happening. Okay, so when I use Firebug, I'm right-clicking, inspecting the element, and what happens is it shows me on the right-hand side what's at work here. And so I've got a class. If you're not familiar with CSS, just bear with me. You don't have to know these terms as much as just to recognize what I'm, I'm showing you. So you notice here that the H1 is the actual font or the uh, text that's highlighted, and it has a class called Featured Title and feature titles right here. Now that adjusts the font size everything else. Now what I notice though is that there's no actual color selection and that makes sense because all of the color in this uh, home page called action is the same. So pretty much the color has been set for the whole page. If we want to specifically affect just the color feature title then we can go ahead and adjust the feature title class attributes and we're going to do that here. So in Firebug on the right hand side where we can experiment I will click on one of these attributes and I will enter twice or tab to the right twice to make a new line. When I do I'm going to put in color and then I'm going to hit tab and here I can select any color I want. If I want I can use a hexadecimal which is proper but just to show you I can even just type in one of the primary colors that are allowed such as red. Now that wouldn't really be a great idea because we want it to match this color exactly. So I'm going to use a color picker. Now there's a lot of color pickers available. If you have a Macintosh it's available built in or you can just do a Google for color picker tool. And either way you're going to end up clicking here and selecting the color. Now in Kathy's case she also knows this logo because she probably has it locally so she can get the exact hexadecimal color from her artist. But let's assume it's EE001F. All I'm going to do here is go back to where I did the color and I'm going to put in that hexadecimal color code. Oops, and make sure I copied it correctly. Copy that. And instead of saying red, I'm going to paste in EEOOF. And that's that. So now I know that the color matches exactly. Now, in order to save this, however, I'm going to basically need to add this to my labzip-custom CSS file. Now, I haven't received the email back from Kathy with her LabZip custom CSS, so basically just mind my words when I say, and let me make a little online note here, you're going to want to add this CSS to the lab, whoops, LabZip custom CSS file. Let me blow that up really big. Woo, look at that. 
Alright, that's the file you want to add it to because that's where you can save any of the specific customizations you make on a particular site and that way later if you have to update our child theme you know that you can preserve this one file and it won't get overwritten. In the meantime, just to show you how this sticks, um, if you wanted to do so you can also log into your site and do this through the admin editor. It's easier to do this through um, an FTP editor but you can log in through your WordPress site and you're going to go under themes that's not themes themes and you're going to go under appearance and you're going to go under editor and you're going to look for the labzip uh, child theme and then you're going to go for the labzip custom.css now if I get something from uh, Kathy to log in I'll show you this again but that's what we're going to do we want to right click copy that rule definition and we're going to go ahead and paste that in its entirety excuse me in its entirety into the labs of custom CSS. Okay, let's do the next one. The next question she has is on the main menu, I'd like to change the color of the drop down menu. It's white now and blends in too much with the subheader. All right, so let's take a look. If we're over here in the main menu, and I see what she's saying, you know, when this drops down, kind of mixes together with the underlying stuff. So this one is the same way. We're going to use Firebug, but it's a little trickier. We have to catch it when it's down. So we're going to roll our mouse over, put it over on one of the drop down list items, and we're going to right click inspect the element and now where we have to do is adjust and decide where the color lies so does it lie with the actual list item itself or does it lie with the actual link inside and the other part we have to deal with is the drop down because it may actually change so I want you to notice something when I roll my mouse over and I have firebug active do you see how the actual attributes on the right side come into play and I can see where it says over here on the right menu list item list item a hover so that's pretty much telling me that when I roll my mouse over a list item that there is a I'm sorry when I roll my mouse over one of the menu list items that there's a, another list item below it and that's the attribute that I'm going to want to attack so what I'm going to do here is notice that the style sheet says line 1889 so let's double check and figure out if I can come to the one that I need and so I'm going to move my mouse over to here and I'm going to open up the original style sheet. And when I do, it actually worked out well this time that I ended up exactly where I needed to be. But just to clarify, it's showing me the link. List item A means the link. I don't want the link, I want the list item. So I go up one bit on my style sheet and I'm finding what I need, which is background, color is FFF, etc., which is all white, right? So let's try to change this to another obvious color and see if that helps. Let's make it red, okay? And just for testing, whoa, check it out, see? That's what we need. That's the dropdown that we wanna change. So this is the exact element that we wanna attack. And in the same way, I don't know what she wants to use here, but I would recommend that we do something that is a contrasting color or just slightly darker. So maybe I'm gonna do something um, strong maybe even like the dark menu color here, right? So I'll double check what that is. I can do that with the CSS, but here I'm gonna cheat, use the color picker. 35, 35, 35, right? So copy that. Okay, and I'm gonna put that in here, just like I did before, test it. Let's just say, mm, it's interesting. It might work, but I might need to make the color different. So here, instead of 444, I'm gonna change the font color to all white. So now I've got that nice contrast. Well, that didn't work, so let's do that again. 
important attribute. That's it. It's interesting. Okay. Well, sometimes we've got to experiment. And I think in this case, we need to actually go down and we're going to modify two elements. So we're going to go ahead and change the attribute for color under the link. And we're going to make that the white. Even the evil genius has to experiment here sometimes. Aha, so now we've got it. All right, so in review, I modified the list item that drops down from the menu list item, and I changed the background color. And even though I changed this color, I can change that back because it really makes no difference. It's not being affected here. Okay. And then the second thing I did is I changed the actual um, link that's inside of it, which is basically when you roll your mouse over. And I made the color white so that it contrasts nicely with the background. So here I'm going to copy two of these rule definitions. Remember, like I just did, let me make a little room for this. I'm going to copy the first one, right click, copy rule declaration, paste it, let's say, into our style sheet under labzipcustom.css. And next I'm going to do the same for the link attribute. Copy the rule declaration. And you could do this inline. Notice what I'm doing is making sure that I have my start bracket intact and my end bracket intact. And I can leave one space in between each line just for clarity. Okay. And this entire setup that I've just copied, I'm going to put into, again, my labzip-custom.css. Now, if by some chance you're using this technique on any other theme, that's okay. You don't have a labzip-custom.css file. Put it into your style.css or whatever uh, style sheet you have that is controlling over the site. So hopefully this has given you a little clarity. And Kathy, for you, I hope this has answered these questions. There's one other question she has. I'm just going to knock it out right here. She has WooCommerce and BuddyPress, not the Woo subscriptions anymore. What do I change my general settings to, subscriber or customer? Well, if you're no longer using the subscriptions, you don't need to have a custom role. But I would recommend that you understand with WooCommerce, the default setting is for a customer. And probably I'm going to want to do another video on this, so I'll get to it. But basically, if you allow WooCommerce to be used for registration, what happens is that it creates a role for customer on any person who signed in. Now, if you use the default WordPress, the default role is typically subscriber. And I know that's actually very confusing because subscriber in WordPress doesn't really mean that they're subscribing to your product. So I would recommend that you use the default WooCommerce customer as the role and that you adjust your settings on Word, uh, WordPress under the uh, admin dashboard under settings general that says that the default role is not subscriber it's customer and what will happen then is that if somebody comes to your site and they use the really nice and slick WooCommerce registration page they'll become a default member with the role of customer on your site which means that they'll have a little different uh, designation for their capabilities than just somebody who's not logged in and just reading your blog now if you're using subscription go back to our video on using WooCommerce subscriptions because there we want to make the role uh, a little different as well for allowing that. All right, if there's anything else you have questions on, Kathy, please email me or get me over at the forums at labzip.com or our membership site over at 1wd.tv. And just to make sure I'm reading this, do I check the box for anyone can register? If you are using a WooCommerce subscription, do not. If you are using just the WooCommerce for registering, yes, you would.
All right. If you want to keep them from logging into the back end of your WordPress, there's actually an option in WooCommerce that allows you to do this. And I'm going to cover this topic separately. I'm just rushing through it here because it was just added in your email. But if you do have questions on it in the meantime, reach out. Okay, guys, I'm going to call it a day on this one, and I hope you have a great one. This is Spence, the evil genius. We'll see you next time. Thank you.